Welcome to Impacting Jamaica, the Independence Edition, where we shine the spotlight on positive developments since independence in 1962 and the way forward for Jamaica. We also highlight positive happenings, activities, projects and investments at every level across every sector to inspire, motivate and excite people everywhere. Impacting Jamaica, the Independence Edition is powered by JN Bank. Hello friends and listeners, we are excited to welcome back popular social media influencer and mental health advocate Juliet Julie Mango Bodley to Impacting Jamaica. Julie, welcome back. Thank you, thank you for having me once more. Yes, so last time we spoke about you, a little bit about your history, your passion, who you are and so on. And today now we want to get into your recent appointment as social media ambassador for Jamaica's 60th anniversary of independence. Big deal. What does that mean? And what are some of the main responsibilities you'll have as ambassador? Uh, what that just means is to raise awareness around the celebrations happening with Jamaica 60. And it is at the will of the government, if, you, if I want to put it that way. So say, for example, they have an event coming up, then um, I would promote it on my social media platforms, TikTok, Twitter, um, Instagram, Facebook, and sometimes YouTube, but I don't necessarily have a large YouTube following. So it's mostly just those four um, social media pages. And, you know, it would raise awareness and not just awareness, but interest, especially for persons in the diaspora. Because, I mean, Jamaicans would probably watch local TV and, you know, be, and listen to local radio and know that there is something happening. But the social media aspect of it reaches the diaspora a lot. And, you know, that's basically what it means to create awareness and interest and to, for persons to know where to go to to find out all of the happenings for the Jamaica 60. And that's what it means. So if they're having certain events, they if, if they don't need it to be, say, promoted on social media per se, um, then they would have that event locally. But if it's an event where they need the diaspora to take part or they need for it to blow up on social media, then that's mm. where I would come in. Yep. Mm. Talk about blow up on social media. You have been <laughs> blowing up social media. Uh, tell us about how your fan base has grown over the last few years. So my, my first video um, was December 8, 2020, right? And Is that soon? Is that recent? Yeah, 2020, yeah. Just a little. Uh, so it would be a year. Hold on, so 2021, so... The, the, so that's a year. Not a year. December gone, make a year. Yeah. Right, yes. right, 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 right. I was having some struggle there. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Okay. So a year and say, what, five months? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and so the growth, sometimes I would want to be like KB Lame, right? He's a very famous TikToker. He got one million um, followers in one night. Wow. And 120 million so sometimes i'm like geez can't i be like that wow mm -hmm. gosh what well, one for me but then at other times i like you know my growth has been really really good and i i am i am grateful for it and the thing is i'm able to grow in a niche that is just me i didn't have to create a niche or right. to create a persona or create a product i just i just had to exist mm -hmm. and that was the niche 
Yeah. Niche, however, it's pronounced niche, niche. I, I work <laughs> with you. No worries. No worries. So, so how, yeah. how, how do you feel about um, this appointment to, to, for Jamaica 60? How do you feel about being asked to use your influence to, to turn a spotlight on Jamaica? I feel extremely honored, as in literally honored. Um, because for me, I grew up, I grew up kind of old fashioned. So you see, like when like, like government asks if you do something more, you get official mm-hmm. or something. It's, it's a big deal. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And Absolutely. so it feels really, really good. So how, well, how are your family, um, your, your loved ones, you know, I don't know if your mom um, is, you know, how does she feel about it? Um, so my mom isn't necessarily aware of what is happening because okay. she has early onset, I, I think what low grade dementia or something like that. So mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm sorry to hear. Yeah, I mean it's okay. She's the thing is she it's weird. She has happy dementia, I'm guessing, because she's fine. Everybody else is all up in arms about the issue and she's just cackling all day long. So okay. <laughs> Um, but I, I said to her, I said, mom, Minister Grange appointed me as social media ambassador for Jamaica 60. Minister mm-hmm. Babsy Grange. Remember always say the lady that looked like you, mom? <laughs> okay, they look alike. Okay. And then she's like, uh-huh, who is that? I'm like, Lord of mercy. Mommy, Babsy, what you taught me about from, little, from when I was a little girl, Babsy Grange, mommy. And she's mm-hmm. like, huh. Uh-huh, huh, sounds familiar and i'm like so anyways i am social media ambassador for jamaica 60 because remember jamaica i'm turning 60 because it's 60 years since independence then she went on to talk about oh hmm interesting so what you ate for breakfast today <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like no, I'm moving I'm, right along all is uh... <laughs> So, yeah. you know, with mom, she's not really aware of what's right. going on. It's not right. necessarily a sad thing because, I mean, she's quite okay. Yeah, and that's important. That's the important thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. Okay, all right. Great. So, so you have this appointment. You are social media ambassador. And uh, I've seen some of your videos. And I, I mean, our listeners have seen your videos. They're excellent. And it helps to anchor us back. And I think it. I think the appointment um, validates the comment we talked about in our last podcast about you being the official curator of Jamaican <laughs> behavior. So I think it means this appointment is also an official um, thing, talking about how well you represent us as a people. And so congratulations to you from us at Impacting Jamaica. We are so thrilled to see you um, shining um, in this regard. So. Yeah. Moving on from that, yes, moving on from that now to Jamaica now, like, what are some of the main issues? Because you, you have such a positive um, message, and even if it's not a positive message, it's just something that helps us to look <laughs> at ourselves. It helps us to look at ourselves and appreciate ourselves for who we are. But from where you sit, what are some of the main issues um, keeping us back right now as a country? Um, you know what it is, and I am speaking because remember, one person doesn't have all the answers, right? Right, so absolutely. Speaking, yeah, from my perspective, you know what is of paramount importance, Shellyanne, is teaching persons mental health as a subject in high schools. Mm. Because here's the thing: a lot of persons who become parents now 
have their own baggage from their childhood trauma. So you see, it's really nobody's fault. Everybody's just trying to cope with the tools that they have. Yeah, and the experiences that they had. Exactly. And so, for example, the, um, mothers or fathers can't teach you mathematics. They can't teach you chemistry. They can't teach you biology. They can't teach you re- even religious education. Neither mm. can they teach you mental health. They can't. A simple principle such as self-love. If you, if you are taught in schools how to love yourself as a subject, then I think it would improve the mindset of Jamaicans. And then when you improve the mindset of Jamaicans, then you have less incidences of homicide. Yes, crime. You have less incidences of suicide. You have less incidences of crime and violence because you will understand not to envy another person. You will understand that having a bossy car does not increase your value. You will understand that instead of escalating a, a disagreement to a point where you shoot somebody else, there is a way to pacify it by speaking about it. Jamaicans have a thing, a culture where we say everybody bad mind. Mm-hmm. And that's the truth. Everybody is bad mind. But we have to understand that we all have some level of envy in us. And if each person can recognize that level of envy and recognize it's because that you it's because you want something that the, that the other person has. And what you realize is if someone has something that you want, ask them how them get it, get some advice mm-hmm. on how to achieve it. And then you try it and then each one teach one. And I believe that once the mindset is, is fixed with most Jamaicans or all Jamaicans, then I believe it can eradicate a lot of the issues that we have, especially crime and especially and people like to talk about inner city communities almost almost like a, a, a buzz phrase. But yes, especially in those areas, if mental health is taught, then you'd have less crime and violence. When persons go to prison or to jail, um, do they get counseling? Do they are, are there systems in place for them to be able to live and to work? Or do they have to go back to the same environment where they have to rob and steal in order to survive? So someone commits a crime, they do the time, but is there any social help for them to do better when they come out? Mm-hmm. So it starts, it's, it's, a, it's a, an approach that has to come from every angle. So from the kids, you have to educate them on how to love themselves and make it a part of the curriculum. For the persons who have already gone off in society in terms of they, they have been sentenced to prison for crime and stuff, they have yes, I, I I am 100% in support of you know if you do the crime you do the time, but then whilst they are doing the time they have to be rehabilitated so that they when when they are released in society they are mm-hmm. better off. The whole objective of doing time is not just punishment but it's also rehabilitation. So that's that. But what about the adults who are working in corporate or the adults who are who have their businesses or persons, the everyday person who is not a child, they're not their prison, but they're out there working. Mm-hmm. I believe there needs to be workshops, free workshops, you know, like where you have party and mm-hmm. people buy them, them best outfit for go to party, have some mental health workshops. You have surgical Sigma run for cancer, have a, a 5k for mental health to boost understanding of of mental health issues 
and and I, I fundamentally believe that that is the root cause of how we react as a society. You know, and, yeah. I think you, you hit the nail on the head because it's just recently I was hearing um, a professor from UA talking about one of the biggest issues facing our youth today is the lack of a pediatric, enough pediatric psychiatrists in Jamaica. I think uh, I may be corrected, but I think he said there was only one, between one or three available now. And that because of that shortage and that lack of focus, our kids grow up without being able to really process certain things yes. coming through. So when you talk about um, including or involving or making mental health and a focus area in schools, I think that's, that's spot on. Um, some, some things that we celebrate as being Jamaican, some of our violent way of being some of our aggressive manner as as part of our culture is a little problem we're having it's, it's actually a condition but but we we've come to Canada and know for you know just accept it you know yeah, yeah and, and even some of your videos reference some of that like I think I saw one with um you at the hospital and the lady <laughs> come for look for the other lady and she's being so mean like uh, how you gonna manage to pull them? Well, we'll go around the shop. It's a lot of stress that she's unpacking, unpacking on the poor woman in hospital. And I mean, that's not necessarily the best example, but it just shows part of how we can be in terms of um, how insensitive we can be, how aggressive we can be. Not, and not, that's part of the culture. And now a word from our sponsors. Bruno, Bruno, Bruno. A toast only works if it's shared with others, even when we're miles apart. So let's cheer each other on. Cheers to the best in life. Drink and live responsibly. A message from Red Stripe, part of the Heineken Company. From generation to generation, Jamaicans have depended on JN Bank to make the pride and joy of providing a safe place for their families possible. Now, with no processing fees and no down payment mortgage options, you can open the door to your own sweet home, a legacy to hand to your next generation. Visit JNBank.com to get pre-approved today. JN Bank will help you find a way. Welcome back to our podcast. Here's the thing, though. Why is it so funny? <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> are we just sick? I don't think. I mean, but so all right. So here's the thing. Whilst you're going through it, it's not funny. No, right? it's not. But when we're analyzing it, and I think, it, it, boy, it, it's like a catch-22. Because when we look at our hardships, that's why they have a thing when Jamaicans say bad things. Yes. When we look, when we look at our hardships, it makes... For great comedy. Jeez, um, is that the truth? That's the truth. Yeah. It is. And especially, and, and if you notice, like when I do the mother-daughter videos, um, I don't use belt and to represent beating and stuff because though it is when you're looking back at it, it can be funny to some people, but it can, I realize that it is triggering. Mm, um, yes. People. I'm very careful. I try to 
to manage it. But so, for example, there are some things that are just downright unacceptable, like physical abuse as a form of um, reprimanding is not good. Mm -hmm. um, verbal abuse is, is not good. But I think what Jamaica needs to do to be able to do or what Jamaicans need to be able to do is to strike the balance. We don't need to all of a sudden become perfect now and just be um daffodils and daisies you know because we don't want to lose that little edge, edge. <laughs> we have that spicy edge and listen that is the edge that allows us to succeed wherever yeah. in the world we go that's true it's a delicate balance you can do it so much that you destroy a person but you can do it the right amount of way that you make a person a fierce force um or, um a fierce force to reckon with yes Yes. But, you know, hardship make you stronger, you know, hardship make you resilient, you know, yes. and that, that's it's it's a complex web, I think, of our identity. Yes. Some things you wouldn't call upon yourself, but that's the fact that it happened has made you stronger. Complex web. That's perfect. It is. Yeah. I mean, looking back at your videos now, there are so many of them that just make me smile as I, I look back. But do you do you have a favorite? Do, do you say the one year, the one year? How, how, how do you see your videos? My favorite is actually not very popular. My favorite videos are the ones that are that tickle my engineering fancy. Okay. Um, so I did a video a long time ago about the Tower of Babel. No, I did a lot of research for that video and I enjoyed making it. Why I like it is because I had to go on Google and teach myself phrases in six different languages, in Italian, Greek, uh, in Greek, um, <laughs> in French, Spanish, because, you know, the Tower of Babel, the story is when they were building the tower to reach the heaven themselves, then God confused them mm -hmm. and, and then they started speaking different, different languages. languages. I, yes. Mm -hmm. I was, I had to build a little styrofoam tower in my living room. I was, I was having a field day. <laughs> and then I went on Google and studied the phrases, listened to the Google thing and studied the accent. And then I put the video together and I loved it. And it didn't get much views, I guess um i don't know maybe it's not well it is a popular bible story but you never really know it and then also the thing about creating tiktok content is that it has to have a punchline mm -hmm. that story doesn't necessarily have a punchline it's just an account of events but right. that this day is my favorite video. every time <laughs> i watch it i'm like yo this is wicked <laughs> so sentiment but okay cool <laughs> You, you said it, it touches on your engineering background. Most people, well, not the people who know you, but us as your fans um, watching, would, would, we don't know anything about this engineering background. Briefly, what can you tell us about this engineering you? You know what it is? It's my love for mathematics and, and technical drawing. Um, mm -hmm. And I studied engineering at UTEP, but here's the thing. I am, I am not passionate about it. I didn't love it. Okay. And it, all these years it felt like I was being stifled because yes I understand the principles and stuff but it just felt like I was choking every day getting up going to work as an engineer but I mean I worked as an engineer up until November 2021 that's when I resigned from the industry and decided to focus on content creation mm. um I never I, I was never um like so excited to go and get registered all my friends are registered 10 plus years now and I'm here still not registered and they're like julia you're not going to get registered i'm like ah, nah, can't bother mm -hmm. 
because I wasn't really gung-ho about it. And, and that's it in the background. It, has, it is what has kept me feeding myself all these years. So I'm grateful. <laughs> awesome. 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 All right. Let's come back then to Jamaica 60. And, you know, we're going to wrap um, this podcast in a few moments. But I want to, to come back to that as the official curator of Jamaican behavior. <laughs> what, what is your hope? What is your great hope for Jamaica? 60 years and a washout time is a, is a significant milestone. What is your hope? Still a young person. You mentioned 40, being 40 years old. You're, you're a youth. Hull. <laughs> oui. <laughs> Um, okay, so specifically for Jamaica, so my hope for Jamaica is that we have one ruling political party and no opposition. You said my hope, even if it sounds frivolous. Wow, yes. one ruling party and no opposition. Yes, and that Re- why? Okay, no, go ahead, go ahead, no, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> Very polarizing, right? You're like, no, Jules. Let you talk. Go ahead. But, um, and then in that one ruling party, you have the best of both parties. Okay. I envision a Lisa Hanna and a Babsy Grange working together mm. as ministers of culture because Lisa has that charisma that you're just Lisa, Lisa and Portia. Portia had that charisma that when she steps into a room, it's almost like you're smelling a whiff of perfume. Mm-hmm. Lisa has that as well, and she can grab any audience from anywhere. Um, and she has very modernized ideas and very modernized ways of thinking. And then with Babsy, she is a people person. Like she's, it's, it's like she has the warmth that can command the respect of anybody. And I feel like if, if those two put their forces together, then they would be unstoppable. Jamaica would be far, you know, in terms of culture, um, Jamaica would be far advanced. So that's what I said. It all starts with who is controlling Jamaica. And that is, you know, well, officially, that is um, the politicians who are in charge. Mm-hmm. Um, so my hope is that we have one ruling party. And, and in terms of democracy, even though we have democracy, that doesn't equate to a choice. It doesn't equate to freedom of choice because what are you choosing between? If you, don't, if you have two choices that the choices are almost identical, then what's the choice? You what's don't you have a choice. Yeah. Um, my hope for Jamaica is for is for Jamaicans to understand our intrinsic value. We don't have to. Let's talk about dance hall and reggae. People are saying that because Soja won the reggae album, then no, we should start making music with more English words so that it can be understood by the world at large. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying. In other words, you're saying that we are to dilute patos so that we can be accepted internationally. And I don't agree with that. We have dance hall that is for persons living in Jamaica. We all understand it. That's how we celebrate our thing. And then we have reggae, which is a, li- a bit more mellow. So we work on that to, to have to send it internationally. But I don't think we should jump on the bandwagon to say, well, we need to change up what we say in the words. No, we don't. We need to actually celebrate what is our own. And if it is limited to our little Jamaica, then what exactly is the issue? 
with mm -hmm. that. So we need to just appreciate our own intrinsic value um, as is. And then the final thing, uh, I, there are many things I would hope for Jamaica, but we don't have like the whole time in the world, right? <laughs> I will mention one other thing. Yeah. Is um, corporate for corporate Jamaica to make use of persons who are graduating with skill sets, who are graduating with their bachelors and stuff, make use of them and don't cause them to have to um, to go overseas to seek jobs then don't cause them to want to when they graduate from school or even even in high school persons want to go away and just move away from Jamaica instead of staying and building Jamaica I think corporate should look into a way to utilize more skilled Jamaicans um, have more meetings where problems are discussed and solutions are reached and those solutions are put in place. Make use of the new generation coming up and get rid, not say get rid, that's a very strong word, but integrate it with the archaic way of doing stuff because what is archaic was once new, mm -hmm. right? So let's not, you know, pretend here, but integrate it with the, uh, the older way of doing things. The, the old guide the young and the young guides the old as well because young people, teenagers know things that I would have no clue what to do. So I just think we need to make more use of our younger minds, our fresh minds. They have skill sets, they have thoughts, they have ways of working that we need to give them a chance to, to do it. Even if they fail one time, no worries. Keep at it, keep supporting them. Excellent. I hear you calling for unity. Um, I think that's, yes. that's the main point and to ensure that our youth are a part of the way forward. Um, from your lips to the powers that be heirs. Uh, that's an <laughs> awesome reflection for our Jamaica 60. I mean, that's another couple of months. So I anticipate that we'll see more stuff coming from you as more events are announced and more initiatives are announced. So yes. we're, we're looking yes. forward to seeing you and how you make those interesting for us to participate in, to, to look at. So thank you for being an impacting Jamaica, uh, a Jamaican, and thank you for being <laughs> with us on Impacting Jamaica. Thank you for having me. You have just come to the end of another episode of Impacting Jamaica, the Independence Edition. Do join us again for another in the series on SoundCloud, Google Podcast, Spotify, Audible, Podcast Addict, or on Stitcher. Impacting Jamaica, the Independence Edition, is powered by JN Bank. <laughs>